first podcast of Wildcast. So today's episode is going to, going to be centered around Red Cross Awareness Month. So Red Cross is a really interesting um, organization that provides emergency assistance, disaster relief, and disaster, uh, disaster preparedness education in the United States, but it also works internationally. So it's a really, really cool organization that we wanted to bring awareness on. So now, I've, maybe if anyone wants to talk about Awareness Month and Awareness Day, because those are some really different things. So, sure. anyone? Sure thing. <laughs> um, okay, so first, there needs to be a distinguishment established between the Red Cross Awareness Day and the Red Cross Awareness Month. So usually March is the official American Red Cross Month, which is celebrated in the USA ever since President Franklin D. Roosevelt declared it an official month in 1943, and more of that will be discussed later on. Whereas the World Red Cross and Red Crescent Day is an annual international celebration of the International Red Cross and Red Crescent Day movement, which unlike the Red Cross Month, it's celebrated on May 8th every year. And yeah, that's basically the distinction between both of those uh, special dates. Yes, so really quick, I wanted to talk about the principles because they really stood out to me because it's a humanitarian organization, right? So the first principle that we see is humanity. And I think that especially in today's age, caring about other people around us is one of the main things that we focus on so that's why on this podcast we really want to encourage everyone to do humanitarian acts and to try to volunteer on anything that you find available to you because that really makes a difference as we're trying to prove about we're talking about the red cross so other principles are impartiality independence voluntary service unity and universality so uh, as we're also going to be talking about more about impartiality, but that's one of the main principles as they also mediate conflict in other areas that are not the United States, for example. So it's really, really important for such an organization that has such a big impact to be impartial. And yeah, I just feel like that's one of the main topics that are really important to this organization because they can be help everyone. So I, a little bit about the history of this organization is that it is started as one doctor that tried to help both sides of a war. It was, a, right now, it, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but it was the less relevant war uh, about like French and Italians and Austrians. And then people decided to help all the injuries, not just from one side or from the other. So. With, uh, with everything about polarization and people taking one side or another instead of another side, I feel like impartial impartiality is really important nowadays. So that's maybe something that everyone can take from this podcast. Being partial. Anyone wants to talk more about why we it is celebrating this day, or more about the day, or more about the month? Um. 
um, not exactly about that, but I also thought it was really interesting. Interesting how you commented upon how it didn't start really big and it wasn't something major, but it really did have a major impact. I think that um, many times we think that something smaller or maybe you doing your part won't have as much of an impact, but one person going and doing their best to really influence others uh, did have a major impact. So I think that's really interesting. Yeah, it's literally crazy how one doctor, I forgot about the name, but one doctor convinced everyone to all the sites to release the doctors to work together and that snowballed into the Geneva Convention and then this organization started. So it was really just one person trying to help everyone, everyone and try to help others. And that's really how we should start. Um, in our school at least we have this motto that's like uh, think globally and act locally and even though it sounds silly it's actually what we should do and that's what we are trying to do with all of the clubs that were in also like WAG and Drop the D this is really important it's also anyone it's also really important because it's mostly like voluntary service like I was just looking at their stats and like statistics and it's like they respond to around 62,000 disasters a year which are mostly like home fires like this is mostly statistics in the U.S. but I'm pretty sure that like around the world the statistics is like far greater and like I found this crazy but in January of 2019 the Red Cross helped over 24,000 people with uh, five point uh, 5,700 of them being across like home fires and like what was most most interesting about the whole Red Cross organization thing is that it is voluntary and 90% of its like I'm not going to say employees because they are volunteers but like it's like yeah it's like 90% of the people that do act with Red the Red Cross are volunteers and that's like 372,000 people so that's like people that just want to make a change and it's what you said about like one of the principles being universality universe yeah universality um how like anyone can help anyone because they have like a kind heart and it's really like it showcases that the red cross did, does have like a big and broad reach around the u.s and the world So like, what else is there? Ah, and also M. I've heard that like there's this Red Cross virtual preparedness class. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so Red Cross is giving out virtual classes due to the pandemic. And so you can join every Tuesday and Thursday. They are free and they the ages range, um, they range from 14 to 99. But there are also different projects that they have that are online for grades three to five, which is called the Pillowcase Project. And the Pillowcase Project is a one hour interactive program. It's for the grades three to five students that will, they will learn how to, like what to do in the case of a fire or an earthquake. And they even learn some coping skills for stressful situations. And it's mainly just a general preparedness information for them, which is very useful. And 
for the regular one for the ages 14 through 99. That one, it also talks about what to do in case of natural disasters. It also talks about COVID-19, what you can do, and it helps you build your own preparedness kit. It gives you a bunch of different information on how to make an emergency plan with your family and what you should do before and during after all of these disasters. And they have many from before COVID-19, they have many different classes that you could take like first aid and CPR training that is very helpful because you never know when you might need to learn or need to know CPR, it will save lives. And they have also AED training in case uh, first responders don't arrive on time, then you will be able to help save lives. And for people who want to be a lifeguard in the future when we're back at the pools, they have training for lifeguards and swim training that starts up to six months. So if you will have a six month old baby, you can start training the baby to swim. And it is very helpful in cases of drownings because there are a lot of bad incidents due to drownings because children underage do not know how to swim and so they are helping teach children to swim starting from the day they turn six months old and even if you are just a babysitter they have training classes for babysitters that help you with CPR for children and even babies. Oh, yeah I feel like this is so necessary and for us to know that there are organizations like this that work from teaching swimming classes uh, to, I don't know, they are liaisons in between fighting factions in the Middle East. They are, um, they demand countries to treat captured soldiers with respect. And they also teach people CPR. And all of that, as Amanda said, by volunteering work and by donations. So I re really think it warms our heart in a way to think that there are organizations like that and that we can do something to help organizations like that to thrive and continue to exist. And if that's why we are doing this podcast to really uh, make everyone understand that there is hope and really try to make people also do volunteer work or help because all of these um, people that want to make the world a better place as cheesy as it sounds it's really important otherwise we're otherwise yeah the world would be worse so thank you guys anyone has more information maybe that they want to share that we can highlight how important the work is maybe because um, I... oh, sorry of course <laughs> yeah. thank you Thanks. So I just wanted to comment upon how, uh, like you said, they have really big, um, like really big thing, things that they have achieved and really big uh, work uh, or centers of work that they have um, worked upon. But I also like how they focus on really small or con problems that are considered smaller and that also are very helpful in a daily basis. Um, and how they have a connection with the public as well. It's not something that is very big and unachievable, but also something that is uh, in contact with everyone and with the population as well. I really like that whole concept. And I think that it should really be applied in different countries and different places as well, because I think that yes, it can save lives and it is also necessary learning and not even um, 
considering if you do pass through a situation that is of risk in any of these areas, but also um, just so that you can feel a little less anxious, a little more prepared, and you can be ready for any situation. You don't really know whenever these things are going to happen. So I really like that whole idea of the Red Cross. True. Yeah. What Em said was like, I really like the fact that she highlighted all of these smaller things as you said that are actually not small at all because you never know when something's gonna happen so it's always good to be prepared uh, overall anyone else wants to say anything okay i just really wanna <laughs> touch upon the topic of how volunteering work can make our lives better also it might be a little off topic because we are high schoolers and we don't do any of the work related to the red cross because we're not paramedics and we don't know how to do cpr emily knows how to do cpr but the rest of us don't but i feel like we can also try to act uh, locally or for example working with an orphanage and going to the orphanage and just uh, teaching kids English, for example. When we, me and Amanda and another class, um, another students of our school, we went to a place that helps really, really poor girls to just to like learn and play and provides a safe space for children. And we went there and we helped and we raised materials and those kinds of voluntary voluntary work really like change our life for the better i really feel like not only we are helping other people but we're mainly helping ourselves also because it feels really great to see that you change someone's life and especially children's life i feel like it's really impactful so overall Thank you so much for Red Cross to exist. I feel like we should really um, be thankful for this organization and for people that do volunteering work. And that's all. Thank you for watching our first podcast.